my name's Shane Tyler. Um, I run food factories um, all around the UK. Mainly produce, so potatoes, vegetables, supplying retail again. It's Modern Slavery Awareness um, event run by Libra um, and the uh, Cheshire councils around this area. Um, I was invited to attend because I've done some work with um, some, of the air, some of the businesses in the area. Um, it's quite agricultural, so we've got supply chain in this area and quite an important victim um, that became a survivor um, was recovered from this area. So it means quite a lot too. Well, a lot of people see slavery all the time or exploitation all the time. And it's really concerning because you end up seeing it in the most obvious of places and we just walk past it. People think slavery, how can somebody be a slave because there's no chains? But the exploiters know how to control people through force and threats, sometimes hope, any form of mental control. They can even get on drugs and alcohol. How many of us watch the film um, Taken? And we all think of Liam Nielsen saving his daughter. But how many of us think of all those girls en route that are in that facility, that are all on heroin? Or um, I, I think society's failing, personally. Um, and unless we start caring about people in our society to help them not be so vulnerable, that where are the exploiters going to go? Because they, they will run out of a resource to exploit. Um, and we've got to get there. And um, the quicker we get there, the better. Every business can make a difference, whether that be the culture of your business, in terms of creating environments where you care about all of your workers so that they have the pathways to report problems, but also the friendships within your working environment where you can't allow that to happen. Building of contracts, giving stability to people, reducing their vulnerabilities. If they are vulnerable, then they are likely to be victims. If you can stop them being vulnerable, then they've got the opportunity to say no. I always have two words with this, protect, report. Sometimes protection from the eyes of the victim is doing nothing. I had a case in 2005, if I hadn't have taken action, 53 people wouldn't have disappeared because of me. If we take a position of looking after those people in the right sense, where I'd have turned to this lady and said, I know you're a victim, I know you're struggling, but I'm going to need you to go back to that flat tonight while I get everything set up to protect you. And once, if I'd done it that way round, we'd have got all 60 victims. But instead, I got seven and 53 went. Yeah, the Modern Slavery Act was brought out by some fantastic people who tried to come up with a solution that covered all industry. So therefore, it was never going to be totally specific. The, it's got some failings, it's got some challenges. The Section 54 requiring businesses to do a statement, that's a bit like saying, um, I drive well today because I polished my license last night. That's the wrong type of a clean license. We need to be driving well as businesses every day in our actions and our um, processes rather than whether I've got a nice statement. So that bit's not too great. And not all businesses have signed up. I think only something like 10,000 businesses out of the 17,000 that should have put a statement online have put a statement online. So you can't pick and choose which legislation you comply with. That said, we are now talking about it for years. I would never have walked into a room where, well, I think there's about 130 people in here today. I'd have been lucky if I'd have got six around the table because only those who had felt the pain were engaged. Mm -hmm. 
Now people are coming because they want to understand it. And from that basis, that's fantastic. So the Modern Slavery Act has been tremendous. And for all of this hassle that um, Theresa May is going through at the moment, as a Prime Minister, she still takes responsibility for the Modern Slavery Act. So she might have all of these people that are biting at her ankles, but she's caring, actually, for the most vulnerable in our society. She wants them to have protection. Um, I think we have a duty as business, as society, to back her up and back up any government that wants to do something to tackle this. It's not about the politics, it's about the fact we've got to do it at the highest levels right to the lowest. As I said during my presentation, there's four types of businesses, the compliant, which don't exist. Then there's the unaware. That's still the most biggest number that I deal with. They're just not aware of the ramifications and the impact of modern slavery or any other form of worker exploitation. And when you make them aware, that you then find out that they actually become unable because they're too small or don't have the skills or don't have the resources to tackle it, or unwilling. They've got all it all, but they just don't want to do anything about it. You have, then have to put the relevant systems in place to deal with those suppliers. Mm -hmm. Those that, are that think they're compliant, you need to embrace them and then, as a critical friend, help them realise that they're not mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter and that when they find it, you're actually there to support them. Um, and I find that therefore I have a lot of suppliers come and tell me when they find problems because they know that I'm going to be the first to congratulate them. Well, we've got to start naming and faming businesses rather than naming and shaming them. Yeah. Um, if you name and shame a business, you will silence the voice of the business. If you silence the voice of the business, you silence the voice of the worker because the business has got no way of saying I've got a problem anymore and they will just hide it. Now, the, the, it's only the vulnerable that are affected when that happens.